right, here I am. Once again, Organic Poison Podcast, Sickest in the South. I believe this is episode 12. Uh, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even probably say that this is an episode. This is almost beginning to feel like this could be almost like a journal documentary, an audio log. Uh, I don't actually know the number of days that I got, days ago that I got laid off, because the days have blended together. Now, if this was eight years ago, maybe even seven years ago, it would not be that uncommon to be in this same scenario, but that would also be induced by alcohol and possibly on occasion, uh, random drugs, on occasion, uh, smoked weed, and I drank every day, and, uh, that could explain, and I didn't have a job, so that could explain why there would be, uh, days blending into one another, never anything like, uh, hard dope, I was never doing hard dope or nothing, but uh, we just smoked a lot of weed and drank and were irresponsible and just stayed up all night and fucked off. I digress. Um, this time around, I have a wife and a child. Uh, I keep a steady job. Um, I also have my own home. I do not own it, but I rent it. I am responsible for paying those bills along with uh, a handful of other ones. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. What I'm here to talk about is the days. The days seem to be just blending together. Uh, sleep schedules are a lot different than they were. Uh, my schedule, my wife's schedule, my child's schedule. And it kind of seems like it might be very similar with my peers. Different people are online at different times. People are doing different shit. I mean, just in the circle of people that I keep in contact with online. And the very few friends that I keep in touch with. And family members that I keep in touch with via my phone. I, uh, and texting and what have you. I don't know. It's just crazy. I think that everyone who's listening to this can definitely say that it is a pretty bizarre time. I don't even necessarily want to say that I'm, uh, I'm scared. I think I was at first, but now I'm a little bit more prepared, I guess, like mentally. And so it's not as scary. Plus, I mean, when you think about it, we all feel a lot of discomfort. But nobody actually just, I mean, I'm sure there's one in every how many people. But it's like, people don't exactly seem terrified of this. So I think it... It's either something to say towards us being desensitized towards, you know, mass casualties and death, or everybody just has really, really good intuition. <laughs> like, we're all having enough intuition to know, ah, you know, it'll be over, you know, whatever. But it's like a coworker of mine, before we, you know, shut down and stopped going in, even for the few hours that we would go in those last two weeks. Like, a co-worker of mine mentioned, this is going to be in history books. Like, this isn't just, you know, I'm not saying that what happened in 9-11 didn't last weeks and months and 
fuck two decades <laughs> i mean however you want to look at it i'm not saying that that wasn't a big deal but this has been going on consistently for such a long time and the thing is that's even more terrifying than that is it's really not that long if you look at the freaking calendar as far as americans go this has not been going on for that long and i don't know to me it's pretty bizarre weird times uh, I'm quite sure that if and when I ever do get to get another guest on here we will probably cover this topic a little more but that's just kind of what I'm dealing with um, recently a guy that a lot of people that I, I'm good friends with and uh, even myself at times was kind of hoping for he dropped out of the president race this is, by the way, this is not a politics podcast. This is more of a lifestyle podcast. But today, we're talking about whatever. But let's be honest. I could talk. To, I'm, don't worry. I'm going to bring up Bill Gates and 5G too. So just letting you know now. Um, Bernie Sanders dropped out of the race since the last time I talked to you guys, and then here we are a few days after that happens, and he's endorsing Joe Biden. Now, when I found out that Joe Biden was running for president, and Bernie was too, I was a little pissed. Because I was like, shit, man. Mind you, I only know so much about polit about how the world works, but I was willing to give Donald Trump, not Donald Trump, I was willing to give Bernie Sanders a try. I was finally down with the clown. I wasn't so much into as into him in 2016, but wasn't I didn't really like Hillary Clinton either. But honestly, in my opinion, only matters so much. Anyway, uh, Joe Biden. I was like, damn, he was he was super cool at the end of the Obama uh, administration because it was like I guess the internet made him cool. I didn't know shit about his policies. I didn't know what the fuck he did in the White House. Like, I mean. That sounds so uninformed. I know now, but I didn't then. It's like, it's crazy to think about how many more people are probably invested in politics now that Donald Trump became president. It's like, let's not just assume that that turns over in the, the polls, but, I mean, people pay, pay attention. And there's also just so much shit out there anyway. Joe Biden gets endorsed today by Bernie Sanders. After we just spent the past six months cursing this bastard's name, or more and more cursing this bastard's name for the sake of Bernie Sanders. Now, I'm not necessarily mad at Bernie Sanders because I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to bring all the forces together to go against the big, bad, evil, orange king. But it's like, dude, I mean, we already are so disappointed in the way that the DNC just kind of shit it on you even though it doesn't really i mean either, either the polls were fixed bernie or your people just did not pull up like the con there's there the the bernie fans are way too concentrated i could be wrong though anyway i was pulling for bernie but uh he became a joe biden supporter as of today earlier today when i'm recording this and uh yeah so here we are Four more years of Trump, if you ask me. I mean, at the at this very juncture right now, 
I don't really care as much about who's going to be president as I do about somebody dealing with what's going on right now. Uh, today, Donald Trump, I mean in general, but I mean we got a real deal situation going on right now. I, I'm feeling pretty weird. I'm feeling pretty aggravated. You know, I'm not like to the breaking point of, I mean, what are you going to do, revolt against Mother Nature? Thanks a lot. I mean, it's if it all boils down to it, I mean, we live, our immune systems are a part of whatever it is that created us. So this is happening, and whatever allowed us to exist is the same thing that's allowing this to happen, whatever that may be. I don't think that it's like a Thanos-type gig, but... It is pretty interesting to think about the fact that something like this could happen. But it happened to the Jews in the Holocaust, and it's happened to people all throughout history. Not that the Holocaust was, there was someone to blame for that. But anyway, I think we do spend so much time going out and looking for someone to blame when it comes to uh, things like this. Guns. Yeah, other shit that's important. But that's not what I'm talking about right now because on my notes right here it says that I should mention Donald Trump saying that he had all the power to tell the entire country to go back to work, go back out, spend your money, go live your life. Now, in all honesty, as I've said about 14 times already on this podcast, we kind of want to do that. But it's it's very curious to know if... You know, this is all slowed down. Or it's, we're, what they keep saying here this past week, this week, this coming up week, where all these different places are going to reach their peak. Uh, but the numbers haven't stopped going up. So maybe they've slowed down a little. I mean, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but it seems, it seems a little odd to me. Like, why, if we go back, are the numbers not just going to keep going up? Like, I don't know. I don't want to get infected with this shit. I'm sure you don't either. But, you know, then there's the other side of things. They have stuff like they have stuff like 5G that we have to worry about. Uh, apparently, there is a school of thought that 5G is something that is causing... Okay. Before the coronavirus thing came out, I'm pretty sure there was a group of people or a specific demographic of people who uh, put their faith in this theory that 5G was going to burn people or it was going to give people cancer. or it was. But before it was cancer, it was they were going to brainwash us with 5G. That's how they were going to get into our homes and get into our hearts and our souls. I mean, to be frank, they're already in our pocket. And in our hands 90% of the day. So if you're wanting to go that route, I don't think that that's a, an, a feasible argument. So they decided to say it gives you cancer. And they're trying to say that it's being going to be used by the global elite, this hierarchy, that is going to use it to... A lot of the New Age religions believe in a perfect uh, civilization. So all the people... I mean, it's pretty much like communism times a billion because there's like one-tenth of the amount of people on the planet now are living in that shit probably like one-fiftieth look it up it's a whole thing but anyway 5g 
is, you know, that's it's going to do all of the above. But here recently they've decided to say that people are actually not dying from coronavirus. They're dying from 5G. And 5G is it somehow allowing people's immune systems to get coronavirus. You know, I mean, hey, I still have, I'm still waiting on the flat earth thing. Because flat earth is going to find a way to spin this coronavirus too. Because it's the truth, the way, and the light. But uh, I don't understand that. Somebody has been telling me, and I've been seeing, you know, articles and actually reading a little bit about it. And apparently, it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> I just think that it's the dumbest fucking thing in the world. I mean, there's some apparently very, very, you know, obvious evidence. But in my head, I just think to myself, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, I feel like there would there are way easier ways to fucking poison and or kill half the population if they were gonna do it. It's like if you're gonna kill if you're gonna kill that many people and you have the power to do that, you might as well go ahead and let the other people who live know that you fucking killed all those people and you could kill them too. It doesn't make any sense why you would do it secretly at this point if you're gonna kill that many people. Hey, motherfucker, we'd rather let you know that we're gonna fucking embody you. You can revolt. I mean, I digress, but that's how kind of how I feel about it. Plus, there's a bunch of really good facts about how it's not true. But the question is, is like, why do people so strongly believe this shit? Like, why is it so easy for people to just believe things? Don't get me wrong. When I was a kid, I was just like you. We would go and we'd stay up all night watching YouTube videos and be strung out on some fucking conspiracies. Like crazy shit. A lot of you probably know who Alex Jones is. I used to be obsessed with watching his videos. But it's like when it comes down to like being like a, a civilized human being, 90, okay, probably about 85% of the stuff that Alex Jones says is bullshit. He's just, I mean, blowing smoke all up out of his ass. And I'm not saying I'm against him. I actually was on his side whenever he fucking did the, uh, when they they censored him and took him off of everywhere. Which was his own fault. If you didn't know, Alex Jones made a call to arms and was trying to tell all these fucking people who obviously there's a, ha a not nice chunk of his fan base or viewer base is people like me and people like a younger me who would just go and watch his videos because that shit's entertaining. It's like, oh man, that he's in the, uh, what was it, the, the place he was outside of, uh, the Bohemian Grove. When those videos of him sneaking in there, that shit was awesome as a kid. It, I mean, I watched uh, Loose Change. That was a, a pretty good documentary about 9/11, but I don't know that it had anything to do do with Alex Jones. But I'm saying I understand like the excitement there. But some of these people are Alex Jones. <laughs> sorry, guys. Alex Jones uh, told. All of his freaky, freaked out, crazy followers to go and pretty much revolt against the Democrats. And he probably said a few more names specifically than just the Democrats, but he was basically saying this is he was caught. He was definitely encouraging civil unrest. You can go back and look it up, but nonetheless, I was still pissed that they took him off. They should have gave him an extreme warning or hit him with something legal rather than trying to fucking shut him up. Because when you shut somebody up, especially somebody like Alex Jones, it's way too loud. It is way too loud because his fans will talk 
way more than they were when they were and act way more than they were when he was still out there obviously there wasn't a fucking revolt all the rednecks in texas didn't just pop up and say it's our time motherfuckers they didn't come and try to avenge the alamo i don't actually know that they would need to i did not go to public school so i did not learn the entire story about the alamo Um, yeah, so, politics are crazy. Apparently, people are forming a alliance against Bill Gates. Uh, they think that Bill Gates either manufactured this shit, or he is trying to capitalize on this shit to inject us all with microchips and, like you know, a vaccine that's also going to euthanize us because he apparently believes in population control. Now, I'm pretty sure I've been on record at least once mentioning the fact that the world would probably be better off if there was less people here. But I don't live and die by that code. Um, there was a guy who I got into a uh, conversation with on Facebook about uh, that or he had mentioned that because I had posted a status, uh, had something to do pertaining to abortion. That's irrelevant here, but also at the end of that, I brought up the fact that in context, this wouldn't sound as uh, brash, but that there, I said, uh, in my disclaimer section of my post, I mentioned that uh, I thought there, you know, there's probably already too many people on this planet anyway. But I've also been on record saying that on some podcasts. I don't remember if it was mine or Tim's. But I don't I I don't think I think that the world would definitely be a better place if there was less people here. <laughs> like I mean, if you think about the world, don't think about human civilization. Don't think about civilization in general. It would be much better for the world if the human if humans weren't here. Because as much as we joke about, you know, or not joke about, excuse me, as much as we talk about and joke about, I guess, you know, people playing God with this, all this cloning going on and people trying to, you know, you know, do all this stuff with like babies and do whatever it may be uh, with animals, cross mutations and shit like that. Like he's talking about playing God, how that's like a step too far. It's like, well, we've just done nothing but be, play God ever since we learned how to throw a rock. Because in reality, I mean, it's like you think about ever since then, it's just been ever-evolving. I mean, God didn't make the ability for us to be able to uh, talk to each other over an electronic device. God didn't make, you know, I mean, of course, we are the vessels, allegedly. But it's like whatever it may be, it's like this world naturally would have probably functioned and lasted longer it's the same thing as making like a habitat for some like a large enough sustainable habitat for something and not messing with it it's like how long will it go it will probably last longer if something it will probably last longer if something that was naturally in that habitat was the only thing that was the only things that was there it's like we have done nothing but create and build and all great stuff that i'm grateful for but i'm just i'm being uh either objective or subjective i'm not sure which word it is but i'm being one of those things about the situation it sounds crazy but if you think about it i mean 
the conversation I got into with the guy on Facebook, more or less, he was like, well, you better be first in line whenever it comes to giving up your life for the, uh, le the less people on the planet. I was like, no, I'm not saying I want it to be that way. It's like, but if you think about it, it would make more sense for there to be less people on the planet. Nonetheless, uh, I love my son, and I'm thinking about having 12 more, so fuck you, Bill Gates. I'm just joking uh, about the fuck you, Bill Gates part. I think. I think that everybody's tripping, actually, about Bill Gates. Uh, I think that he probably is a nerd who is far too convinced that this was going to happen way too early. And he has a lot of money. And he probably did know. And he's probably being a gen He probably has good intentions. But in the same breath, I get wigged out when I watch the videos of him on the, like CNN or MSNBC or even Fox. And he's talking about like the vaccines so heavily like i almost feel like it, it's a 50 i mean i almost feel like it's a 50 50 chance but it's probably like a 99 one chance that he actually would have some nefarious reasoning aside from profiting off of it i mean he's going to make money but in the same breath if that's the only cruel intention that he has is to make money then so be it as long as people get what they're supposed to get but the thing is, is the question is, is there something like a much darker reason behind it? Is he? The, the thing that people are taking and running with it is the questions that you do have to ask. Because to ignore them would almost be foolish. Every movie we've ever seen, the richest guys in the room were the biggest assholes. I mean, I could be wrong. And I'm not saying, I'm actually not necessarily suggesting this, but I'm just putting it in the atmosphere to question. Bill Gates could very well possibly be, you know, what, the second or third richest guy on the planet. First, I think Jeff Bezos is the richest guy, you know, whatever. Top five richest guys on the planet. And he could actually be a good guy that has the best intentions. And he has done all the things that he's done for the sole fact of bettering humanity and making us last longer and all that other good shit. Or he's the complete opposite. He's the, the like worst example possible of someone who plays God. And his intentions are the most, uh, the most nefarious uh, intentions that you could possibly have as a human with that much money and that much, I mean, uh, insinuated power. I mean, we don't know. We don't know. Like, we can't answer that question for sure. And, you know, I think to myself, maybe we can answer that question, but we are we have allowed our brains to be so filled with with good shit and bad shit. We have, t we have consumed so much information over the past 10 years that it's like, at this point, we don't, you know, it's like a simple, it, it, it's almost as simple as saying we don't know what to believe anymore. But in reality, it's like, damn, maybe we just don't know, we don't know how to trust our gut anymore. It's like, maybe you don't, just don't know how to like, just, I mean, Bill Gates is somebody that I'm, I'm almost willing to guarantee you that nobody that listens to this podcast has ever met in real life. I mean, there's a lot of those people. Obviously, there's millions of people we've never met in real life. But I'm saying, like, Bill Gates, there's no, there's literally no way of telling or proving what his true intentions are on anything. 
That's crazy to think about. But that's the reason why we're in this situation with Donald Trump, right? <laughs> Everybody's going back and forth, arguing, speculation, this, that, and the third. I made a vow on Facebook yesterday. Some of you know that I've been back on Facebook for a while. I think it was about three months or so. Some of you know that. Uh, some of you don't. I got off Facebook forever ago, actually, during the campaign season of the last election. I was not mentally uh, stable enough to deal... I'm exaggerating, but only, kind of. I mean, I was not uh, capable, mentally, of dealing with all the people that were coming out of the woodworks, like, with crazy, like, fucked up shit because of Trump. I mean, that's the sole reason. It's like, people just started becoming, like, monsters, like, saying shit that it's like... And then it's like, right there, after I got off, I realized it was like, you know... Of course, with all this influx of, like, fucking Trump train madness, and you all know the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I mean, I could give you, I could give you plenty of examples. But here comes the other side being just as shitty. It's like you're watching these videos online of this, like, when that shit happened in Virginia. Like, what the fuck? Like, you've, you've got people, and they're, like, building armies in places like, uh, what is it, Portland, Oregon, <laughs> like, they're like, anti-fascist, you know, oh, well, I forget what they're called, uh, I don't know, they got a name, it's a nickname, it's a real name, they have a real name, I'm sure, but it's like the far right versus the, uh, I keep wanting to call them NAFTA, but that's not it, but it's something like that, most of you probably know, and you're like, oh, fuck, you idiot, how do you not know, but anyway, yeah, and it's like, it's like, how does this happen? And it's like, you have all that. Now that I'm back, then when I got back on Facebook, I realized that that rhetoric is going for both sides now, like a, like a fluent, like it's a fluent language. Like it's like constant on your timeline versus like people just being outliers, just going out on a limb, being like, yeah, I'll close that fucking border. You know, it's like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, we don't want them motherfuckers anymore. Like that kind of shit. That kind of shit takes a toll on you. Anyway, came back to Facebook, all good, fine dandy, release some music and all this other stuff. And here I am getting caught back in the shit, man. Every, it's like every other time I open my phone, I'm typing out a damn paragraph about some shit. And it's like, I'm in a much better headspace than I was when I left Facebook the first time. And I just think to myself, it's like, ah. I don't need to waste my... For one, I don't know enough about any of this stuff anyway. Like, when it comes to politics, it's like... I know a little. You know? Like, I know what I've learned. But in the same breath, it's like... I, and I've learned a lot more than I, I knew four years ago. But it's like, so what? <laughs> it's like... For all intensive purposes, the government has been fucking us for forever. I mean, really. I mean, we were saying that forever ago we were pretty excited when you know obama was in office or you know some people were excited when george bush was in office business was booming 
It's like whatever it may be, but we've all kind of always had this undertone of the government's going to fuck us somehow. We're going to get fucked by the government. Like, and that's kind of just always happened. This corona thing is different. I mean, it's like you don't really know who. You I mean, like I said, you can't really blame this on anybody. It's different. You blame this person, blame that person. But in reality, this is clearly just something that nobody was prepared for. <laughs> I mean, and even if they tried to prepare for it, those people still got fucked with too. It still changed their way of life. Unless somebody, some outer, outer worldly being came out of this, came out and told everybody at the UN, hey, in two years, this is going to happen. You know, assuming that this is all natural. It is what it is. Nobody was prepared for it. There was uh, somewhere I was going with all that. Oh, yeah, so uh, Facebook, I made a vow to not get into any more trivial conversations. And uh, that includes politics. I mean, I'm not saying I won't talk politics with people, but it's I'm going to only find myself in constructive conversations. Because I do play devil's advocate a lot, and... My whole happy, like my whole happiness about being back on Facebook was that I was just gonna be positive and shit. Because I mean, hey, why not? Life's good. My life is good right now. I have nothing to complain about, and the only things that I have, that, and I'm not saying that in a boastful way. I'm saying, whew, for right now, I'm I'm okay. That does not speak for six months from now. That does not meet, speak for six months ago. But at this particular moment, I'm good. So. You know, I mean, obviously, with the exception of losing my my mind over uh, this coronavirus shit, Facebook, yeah. So I said, you know what? I'm just gonna stop entertaining all this negative bullshit, including the stuff that I put out there, because I'm just as bad when it comes to uh, stirring the pot. And it kind of seems interesting sometimes because you see how you you can create a moment with how people react <laughs> now. Nothing I ever say is like, I don't think that anything I've ever said was just crazy, super offensive. I mean, it's all, I mean, a lot, I stand with my views and my thoughts pretty centered. I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not too outspoken and headstrong crazy about like anything. <laughs> I mean, there are stuff, but it's like, it's, I don't. I don't know. I don't feel in. I'm. I'm not going into my politics right now. Or my uh, viewpoints on society. Maybe when I have a guest, if ever. Uh, but yeah. So I took a vow to not be a dick on Facebook anymore, and I took a vow not to entertain dickery. So keep that hickory dickery dock somewhere else. I'm just joking. Do what you got to do. I just don't want people to fucking hate each other, man. It's like I'm getting kind of tired of like people fighting all the time, and that seems like what's going on on Facebook all the time. And people say you could just delete your Facebook. I'm like, yeah, I could, but I had pretty big intentions as far as music goes for this year, and uh, yeah, that kind of got paused. I still have a music video coming out. Uh, it took a little longer to do it because, <laughs> ding ding, yeah, you guessed it. But uh, you know, fortunately, we shot all this before this shit came about and so the video is still going to come out and i'm looking forward to it me and scott talk a lot and that's cool uh 
talked to my boy Jared the other day. That was awesome. I hadn't talked to him in a while. Uh, I went and did some work with a friend the other day. That was cool. Not that y'all care. I'm just telling you because I was writing something down. But, uh, yeah. So, that music video is still coming out. But, um, and I'm going, I'm going to get directly in the studio once it is all said and done. Whenever that is a thing to comfortably do. At least for us to leave our houses without having to be worried about getting pulled over. Which I haven't heard. I don't think that I've heard of anyone getting pulled over for uh, being out and about. Not in Mississippi. Not in my general area. I'm sure it has happened. But I just haven't heard about it. Um, there is... There's something nice about being able to sit at home all day. But there's something about it that just kind of blows. It's nice to do for like three or four days. But once you get to day like 10 or something like that, you're like, oh man, like what am I doing? <laughs> like what? And I'm like, should I call the unemployment people? Do you think they got my email? You know? When's uh, Donnie gonna send those checks? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I've gotten to, I've gotten to write a lot of music, and that's what I was gonna say. I've actually been writing a lot of stuff out of my element, uh, a bunch of different kinds of stuff, not just uh, not even just rap actually. But I have written a lot of rhymes. I've written a quite amount of lyrics in such a short period of time. I usually don't do that, but. I usually uh, write in spurts, get like super lit about something, especially if it's before time to go to record somewhere or jump on a song or do something. And I'm telling you, I'm I'm lit. We're going to keep the winter jumping, that's for sure. And, you know, before this shit, if this shit goes and decides to come back and, you know, in the next season, then uh, guess what, son? I'm going to have music to release and I'll just shoot videos at home. Because I was really looking forward to this uh, Best of the Pine Belt shit. And it's looking like it's going to end up getting canceled. They're still going to, I assume, give out the awards and the winners and what have you. But I uh, was looking forward to getting to go to the thing and uh, dress up and get nominated. Because I got nominated for two awards. I don't know if I told you all that or not. I'm just kidding. I know I did a thousand times. Um, this podcast that you're listening to right now got nominated. And so did my song, Manny Anderson. Which has a music video coming out, like, much sooner than we thought. Which is exciting. It's actually not sooner than we thought. It's coming out later than we thought, but still pretty lit. Um, you know, there's plenty of stuff to talk about. I'm probably just going to pop back in, like, in the next day or two and release another one of these. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry if I was rambling through a vast majority of that, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, after, uh, whenever I finally get a guest in here, it'll be my first episode on the new recording setup. But I'm not even bothering with that right now. So, uh, yeah, I probably should, but I'm not going to because this is way easier for me to come to my back room and just sit down and record this. 
So I'm going to go back in here and watch some more Degrassi because I've been watching Degrassi religiously because my wife got me watching it and it's pretty hilarious. I've never seen this show before and it's, you know, out of this world excitement. Not, I mean, it's, I, I feel like it's more like a documentary than it, it's like an actual show. Because looking back on how the world was and how people, you know, kids and shit acted, that all makes sense. And what's nuts is they're supposedly, I guess, they're in Canada. I mean, wow. Not to mention, Drake is all up in this show. <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, it's like, man, I wonder how I'm going to go back through Drake songs and catch all these references that I never caught where he talks about Degrassi. Then I looked it up, and apparently he only talks about it a handful of times, and most of those references I got because he makes it very clear what he's talking about. But nonetheless, still pretty cool and funny. They could have made so many more memes, like with some of these shots in this show. I, I like I almost want to dedicate an entire like social media account to just making memes of Drake from Degrassi. But there probably is a few out there already. Uh, we watched Tiger King, I guess. I, Tiger King. I guess I hadn't mentioned that yet. That was pretty wild. we got to watch that new episode. Uh, maybe when I come back, I'll tell you all about that. Uh, I beat a video game. Assassin's Creed was the longest video game I've ever played. Just throw that out there. I know you guys did not come here to hear me talk about my video game experience, but it really was the longest game in my life that I've ever played. And I was... So glad when I sent it back. Because I have a Gamefly account. And now I'm getting Doom Eternal. So, there was tornadoes last night that happened in Mississippi. It totally wrecked a bunch of shit. And, uh, if you guys wanted... And if you guys got some of your surplus money and you wanted to donate it, you should donate to somebody who got affected by those tornadoes. Because it destroyed a bunch of shit. Don't go through a foundation. Look that shit up. Find somebody and PayPal them or cash out them some money. This is not a uh, sponsored thing. I'm just saying. Those people need money right now. Because ain't no fucking... They don't give a shit about no COVID-19. and Because <laughs> all their shit is gone. They can't fucking shelter in place. That's just something to think about. Uh, if you can't support them, you should support somebody who depends on whatever the fuck. And they, you know... There's other ways. Do something. Help somebody out if you got it to share. Uh, either way, I mean, if we all got $1,200, wait a couple of weeks because they'll either have spent it on things they needed or did a bunch of coke with it. So they're going to need money for bills or coke. So help them out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Organic Poison, Sickest in the South, uh, Audio Log 1.